welcome back to another episode of the Football Guys podcast. We're coming to you today with our top 10 uh, NFL 2023 prospect quarterback rankings. Should have rehearsed that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, well, actually, Rocky and Alex are going to be giving their top 10. I'm going to be giving my top five. Uh, a, a, a lot of it based on um, looks or handsomeness, if you will. So, <laughs> we're going to uh, – yeah, so you, you guys said uh, we're just kind of going to name our, our list from the bottom and then uh, going to, you know, going to break those down uh, after it. Uh, who's got the honors going first? Uh, you go. You go ahead. Start it off, buddy. All right, from five. Yep. Oh, I'm nervous. <laughs> you, you get the hardest <laughs> list. You got the hardest list. All right. Well, all right. I mean, if this was a handsome list, it, it would be complete, completely different. Um, but from from the five, from the five. I have no idea how bad this is going to look. <laughs> Stetson Bennett at five. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Wins games. He wins games. He wins games. Will Levis at, at four. Anthony Richardson at three. CJ Stroud at two, Bryce Young at one. All right. Pretty nice list. Shout out Max Dugan, though. (laughs) Honorable mention. If I had a six. Dugan balled out this year. I like that. My boy Max Dugan, I knew him. You want to go next, Rocky? You you want me? Go. Oh, okay. Uh, I have you go next. All right. Uh, I'm a. I'm gonna give a little bit of a honorable mention on this one. So I will have him at eleven. I'm gonna go with the. Um, I'll botch a lot of these names. I'm not gonna lie. The kid from BYU. Uh. Was a Jaron Hall. Uh, I think mm-hmm. he's got. It. So we're gonna explain each guy afterwards, right? Yeah. Once we once we say the name, then we'll talk about him. All right, uh, Jaron Hall. Uh, I'll give him number eleven, honorable mention. I I just think he's got a good size to him. Uh, you know, throws a good ball. I thought he played really well, especially against like some of the bigger uh, schools like Oregon and all that, but. I like uh I liked him a couple times. Number ten, I'm gonna go with the the kid from Fresno State actually. Uh Jake uh hey, damn, I don't know how to pronounce it. Hainer? Hainer. Oh, yeah. Uh I've seen him a couple times, especially those late uh late games, uh West Coast games. Uh, oh hey, real quick. I thought we were gonna list we're gonna listen right. Oh, okay. Uh so ten Jake Hainer, nine. I'm going to go with uh, DTR from UCLA. 
I actually thought he performed really well. Uh, kind of went toe to toe with the. Uh, damn, I keep fucking listening to reasoning. Uh, eight. I'm gonna go with the. Uh, eight. I'm gonna go with Dugan. Seven. I'm gonna. Seven. I had. The kid from Stanford, Tanner uh, McKee. Six. Six, I'm going to go Bennett. Uh, five, Hooker. No, five, Levis. Four, uh, Hooker. Three, Richardson. Two, Young. One, Stroud. All right, our our top five is the same. Oh well. What do you got, Rocky? Who's uh? All right, here we go. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you thirteen names. All right. Um. Thirteen. I got Aiden O'Connell. Twelve, uh, playing two. Eleven, Tanner McGee, McKee. Ten, I got Stenson Benson, uh, Bennett. Nine, I got Max Duggan. Eight, I got Dor, uh, Dor, uh, D, D, DRT. Seven, I have Jake Hayner. Six, I got Jaron Hall. And then to five, I got Levis. Four, I got Hendon Hooker. Three. Um... Sorry, uh, three, I Anthony Richardson. Two, I have CJ Stroud. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Bryce Young. And one, I got CJ Stroud. All right. Yeah, so we did have the same top five. We disagreed on – well, we had a couple guys in different places. Uh, this is – the bottom half's tough. Yeah. They, I think they're all pretty similar. Not, obviously not similar players, but – uh, like ranking wise and talent wise, I think they're all pretty similar. Just, um, I I don't think there's really that much of a difference from six to thirteen, really. Yeah. So who who would you um out of out of the six to thirteen who who intrigued you the most? Like who who do you think could start? right away and I actually perform well. Um I think Jaron Hall could. Oh really? Yeah. Who would start right away would be between Jaron Hall and Max Duggan for me. Okay. And then, all right. So you want to? So we go individually, or should we go straight into it? Uh, let's just go straight into right. it. Okay. Should Should I break? Should I go like break down every quarterback, and then you break down quarterback, or should we take turns? Uh, let's just take turns. 
it'll probably go a lot quicker, like a lot smoother, like that. Okay. So, yeah, for me, you said Bryce Young, right? Number one for you, Carlos. Yeah. Okay. So number one to me is C.J. Stroud. Um, for me, he's a top ten quarterback prospect I've ever seen. So going into the year, I had, um, if you remember, I had Will Levis, number one. Yeah. But, I mean, and I still like Will Levis, but I think a lot of consistencies to put him there. Yeah. Um, and I told you throughout the year, T.J. Stroud impressed me the most. And sure enough, doing evaluation, then he could throw a lot of throws, tight windows. Uh, out of all the quarterbacks, he has the least, neck, uh, the least flaws, the least concerns. He check marks. Every mark, um, I know they're looking at his running. He can he can run. He just doesn't run enough because he plays in a house state offense and a passing offense. He plays in a very rhythm offense. He throws in tight windows, so he doesn't really need to run. He's got great okay. protection, but when he has to, he can. He can step in the pocket. He has a great arm. Um, the only negative, I don't even say he's a net. Only concern is um, when he has pressure on him. Is not as great, but he still gets. He can still throw with pressure. That's the only concern I have. He's played big time ball and big uh, in big time defenses. He can process the game very well. He throw the ball very well. Um, it's for me. It's tough between him and Justin Fields. Um, Justin Fields from Ohio State. I I do think he has a little better maturity as a passer than Justin Fields. Um, he's got a great release. He's very quick come on the ball, very quick. And I, I was, you know, blown away by C.J. Stroud throughout the whole year. And I think C.J. Stroud can really um, bring life into Carolina. I'll be shocked Carolina doesn't draft to number one. Yeah, same. I think we all believe he's going to go to Carolina. Um, I I think he's going to work well with Frank Reich. Uh, Frank Reich, honestly. But, uh, so I would do Bryce Young. Uh, so we, we all had Bryce Young number two besides Carlos. Uh, you know, I thought this kid was actually, you know, actually did live up to being the number one prospect. I thought he performed pretty well, you know, played pretty kind of banged up this season, uh, in a couple of games. And he still showed out. He carried a lot. He carried Alabama to a lot of these games, uh, especially against Tennessee. I know they lost that game, but he balled out against um, Hooker. Uh, you, you know, even uh, uh, last year at the end of the game against Auburn, goes 98 yards under two minutes left. And, uh, you know, he played, yeah, performs really well. He could throw at all levels, throw the ball really well on all levels. I. Obviously, just the biggest thing with uh, Young is obviously the size. And I, I saw a lot of people comparing him to Kyler's size, but I I think we could agree that it. I don't even think he's Kyler's size, uh, meaning like um, uh, like the muscle-wise and, you know, how much meat he has to his body because Kyler's a little thicker. And, you know, Young, Young's a really tiny dude. He's a really small guy uh, when it comes to that. So I think that's what's going to worry me, especially with Kyler. Hasn't really played a full season the past couple of seasons, uh, uh, 
couple years, right? Uh, Wait, so, you said he's smaller than Kyler Murray? I think he's smaller. He, even though uh, in the combine they say they said he was about the same size, right? I, I just um, I, I don't believe that. Yeah, I think they have one ninety five. You watch him, yeah, he's he is tighter than um, smaller than um, Kyler Murray. Like, uh, and I and that. The, Especially seeing Kyler not being healthy the past couple of seasons, like I, I think that's a legit concern and it's a valid concern. Like, especially on the quarterback position, like, uh, how much is invested? You can't, you, you can't really afford picking a guy number one, and he's only going to be available for nine to thirteen, twelve games. So I, I get the concern and it's very valid. Um, but other than that, I think when it comes to talent wise and arm. Arm-wise, I, I think he's probably the best passer. Uh, not the strongest arm, but still gets the ball gets the ball where it needs to be and throws throws a really nice ball. So, it's Bryce Young at two. Uh, yeah, for me, Bryce Young, of all the quarterbacks, sees the field better than anybody. Um, it's yeah. actually amazing. Uh, he, he sees the field as a six-year NFL veteran, like, he goes through his progressions. He knows where he gets the ball. He can read defenses very well. And that's going to take you far to lean. And when I compare him yeah. to Richardson, um, Richardson's going to be one of those guys. I think he's going to be successful short term. I'm, I'm going to say myself in three years, like, damn, I should put Richardson too. But, uh, but in 10 years, I can see why I put Bryce Young number two because he's going to be – his uh, high process defense is – Remarkable, he gets it off very quick. He doesn't have the strongest arm, but he has a nice release. He gets it, it gets it there. He can throw in tight windows. To me, watching him play, I was a lot more impressed than I thought I'd be on this film. To me, he has he's he is Drew Brees with Russell Wilson elements because he can escape pressure. He can escape pressure within the pocket. He can step into the lane, and he has great passing lanes. He can step in the pocket. He has great field under in pressure, and I, I was really impressed with Bryce Young. I think when it comes to any uh, immediate routes, immediate passes, he's uh, he's the best in the game. Uh, I, I would say probably the little thing uh, is probably improvisation a little bit. Won't be as good as other quarterbacks, but I mean he still got a great arm. I I, I was truly impressed with um, Bryce Young a lot. Um, I know I kind of, I don't know, maybe I was trying to find something that, that I didn't like about him, but, you know, overall, I did really like his game line, and he's going to be really successful in this league. Hopefully, he's got a built team around him. And, yeah, I was really impressed. And he just throws yeah. the ball with just, you know, very, very, very good velocity. Uh, I I especially like that, you know, he, he still had a really great year, uh, especially with um, – Kind of lesser talent compared to previous Alabama teams. Like th- this wasn't a very. I agree. Yeah. This wasn't a very good Alabama team, especially offensively. Uh, I think their running back was probably their only real playmaker. Uh, the offensive line. Oh, he's good. Uh, the offensive line wasn't too, too, uh, too great compared to previous years. And you know, he's. I thought he. I thought he performed. Um, really well. I. Uh, I. I think that's the biggest thing is that. 
he he showed that he could play without the top ta- talent and still perform and carry a team. And Adam Wolverton, he is clutch. He is clutch. And, and one thing I would say with uh, CJ Strout, maybe my only concern, he um, he played with such a great team. I think he had the most talented team. Yeah. Um, he did have, for the most part, a lot of open receivers, so. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. That's yeah. the thing of a lot about a lot of those Ohio State quarterbacks. Like uh, Justin, obviously had the same, you know, critique on him that he just had a lot of great players and a lot of speed. And Ohio State's offense is a lot, you know, short passes, middle passes, just to get the ball out to the playmakers. But uh, you know, you still need them performing. That's what they do. You could say about, uh, a lo- about a lot of the big, bigger schools, though, right? Yeah. Like yeah. Alabama QBs. But especially Ohio State, uh, especially after the right after Urban Myers started taking over, they just started getting a lot of the best playmakers in the country. So pe- people specifically t- um, talk about Ohio State quarterbacks more about that. I But I, I, was, I wasn't a big shot guy. Uh, going into the season, mostly because I thought he he always had the best receivers, and that Northwestern game kind of gave me a bad taste. But uh, I thought he was phenom- phenomenal in the semifinal game, so he swayed me over after that. He showed up oh, on the biggest stage. That Georgia game, he he was very impressive. Yes, uh, that swayed me over. You went about went against the best defense in the country and you know and you balled out so especially on the big time stage like that so i'll give him his flowers on that and he won me over after that game well i remember because i watched i i work in series i don't watch how football as much as you guys do yeah um i remember by did was i was off for the Notre Dame one and what pressed the most like he throws these like 12 yards uh, out routes with tight coverage, and he fits it right in the spot. Like that's on the money, yeah. That's like it's, that's elite NFL. That's elite quarterback throws right there. And yeah, yeah. But I, I like these two a lot. Um, like I said, with Frederick Young, um, his mobility, and I mean, he can get the ball. He he gets that ball in his hands really quick. He does have a very quick release. And Carlos, I don't know if you want to add to it. I I don't think you watch tape like we do a little bit, but <laughs> no. Or is there a game you watched last season or at any time? Uh, I don't think I watched uh, college game this year. Oh, buddy. Yeah, I don't think so. Got to get on the college grind, Bryce man. Bryce Young is a very you. handsome guy. I'll I'll give him his flowers where it's due. All right, uh. What, what, what are you guys' thoughts on Richardson? Uh, he's the biggest storyline going into this draft. Um, his talent, I mean, dude, his talent's remarkable. I can't say enough of his talent. Yeah. Was he 6'5", 245? Yeah. I mean, yeah. and he can run a hot 4'3". 
he by far has the best upside in any quarterback in this draft. Some of his throws, you're like just jaw dropping. And if you could coach it up, he could be the best quarterback in this draft. But the problem is he's way inconsistent. Right. He he can miss some e- easy, simple throws. And it's like sometimes he's at, I don't think he should have went came out of the draft this year. I think he should have stayed one more year. And he could easily be the second best quarterback in the draft next year. Yeah. But I mean his arm tail just he makes it more eye opening eye popping throws. Um is he's get his mechanics are a little inconsistent. But when you, if you could teach it, I mean, I have no worries. He is very raw, but his upside is just through the roof, and he could be a top five elite quarter, elite NFL quarterback. That's how talented he is. But he's do he does have some issues in the passing game that he needs to work on. There's games where you're like, oh my. He has unbelievable games. And then you have games you're like, what the hell? Um, that's what I have to say about Anthony Richard. But if you coach him up, I think he could be a, he's going to be a stud. Uh, yeah. I, I think it really depends on the coaching and who gets him. Uh, man, it's just I want to like the kid, but I, I saw a couple games of him this uh, past season, and it's just – it's just way too wild for me, you know, like the inaccuracies, the turnover, uh, the interceptions, it, it's kind of, it's kind of too much for my liking. It's just, it's kind of going to be like, like a Lamar Justin type where if he does get selected top three and he starts right away, it's going to be a lot of the running, the running skills he possessed to help, to help, um, develop the passing you know you know like uh i i see that route and i think it can work obviously we have seen it with lamar and justin that it can it can actually work to help develop the passing just if you eventually get there cleaning up his mechanics and all that so i think that's the biggest knock i think justin's a far better passer than richardson coming into uh the draft uh last season uh two seasons ago but I don't know, man. Uh, Richardson, uh, it's I, it's too much of a too much of a high risk to go after. I feel like, but if he performs, then he performs. Uh, I I think that's the only thing you could really take away from him. Uh, I'm not very impressed with the video of him hitting the ceiling in the in his pro day. I think that's being way overblown. Uh, Alex, where do you have him at? Ranked? I had him at three. Oh. It, it's it's because like, like I, I'm kind of. It's not that I don't like him. It's just it's kind of like the Josh Allen situations where you you see you see the, the arm strength and all that, and you see the running ability, the big size. But is it really going to translate? Like Josh Allen, it took him about what three years to finally click. It, I just wonder if the team is going to wait that long or if he actually develops that way. I, but 
going through the draft, I mean, there was a lot of um, – I heard a lot of interviews. He really excelled the uh, interviews. Yeah, I, I heard I heard he was the best interview. I mean, so it sounds like you the know, kid I mean, got, got got a good head on his shoulders, but what? Uh, I don't know. His attitude, what he said in the draft, kind of rubbed me the wrong way. He um, he said he doesn't care about you know. I'm gonna add more to this. I don't care how fast I throw, you still gotta catch the ball. Like almost like going to put a play on the receiver. Like no, you're. You're touched. No, you does have a difference. You don't need to throw a speed sir, a speed pass at five yards, like right, or a screen. You don't need to throw a bullet, and he does that, and it's very aggravating. Yeah, like you have to have touch on the ball. Yeah, you can touch it. So, so my biggest thing with him, and I, I'm a group Will Levis into him. Uh, it's it's just kind of like sometimes you just got to watch the tape. Like I know people want to fall in love with the you know, the combines and throwing against, you know, going against air. I, I get that. But at the same time, like, you got to watch, the, you got to watch the tape on the field and just kind of trust your eyes. If, you know, if they're showing some inconsistencies during the game, it's, it's a good chance it's going to continue uh, throughout the NFL level that they were showing in a college. Yeah. I mean, Like I said, I mean, great upside talent, but I mean, he does have a lot of weaknesses. His decision making um, needs to prove. Uh, Pre snap recognition skills need to prove. Uh, just to read defenses, see blitzes. Um, I, watch him play. I, I mean, there's a lot of quarterbacks coming out, too. Uh, I don't think he decides information as quickly as you'd like to see. Yeah. Um, is mechanics are hit or miss, you know, they, they need to be more consistent. Um, I think he needs to run the ball more. I, I think sometimes he looks to pass too much, and he's got such a talented – he's so talented runner. I think he needs to run a lot more. Um, he does have that uh, Zach Wilson thing where he does try to throw off his back foot a little bit too much and doesn't put it in there as much. Um and I, I think sometimes he uses because he does have a great arm talent. He tries to use all arm and not much to his lower body. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I see that too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he he is the most intriguing prospect in this class. So I'm excited to see his development. Uh, do you want to add more to it, uh, Carlos? Uh, uh, Anthony Richardson? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just a- a- everything that that everyone loves about him. It's just, he's he's very fun to watch from the highlights I've seen. Um, he's just he's kind of a freak, and yeah, I I just don't really know uh, much about his weaknesses or anything like that. Uh, how NFL ready he is, or. Whatever, but just off the the pure athleticism and uh, talent alone, uh, I, I like watching him. You think he starts right away? Like, say if uh, 
Say if well, Indianapolis gets him. You think he will start right away? You guys think yeah. he starts right away? Uh, what's their quarterback situation right now? I, I think they're going to get a quarterback in the draft, uh, Indianapolis. and Yeah, there definitely are. You think it will start right away, or you think uh, it would just go Minshew, let the kid learn under that? Oh, oh, yeah. I think Minshew starts. I think you're seeing a lot of pressure from Urshan if he would start. I, yeah. I think hopefully they're just burned out with the same type of older veteran pocket passer. They need some excitement. They haven't had any excitement since Lux retired. Right. And Richard brings that to the Colts. Yeah, I mean, yeah, look at these running, uh, these, you know, running quarterbacks. They bring excitement to, I mean, Carolina to me was a boring franchise up until Cam got there. And they, Carolina got fun. They became a marketed team like that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You ain't going to disrespect uh, Steve Smith's uh, Carolina Panthers like that, man. Come on. <laughs> They're so boring. Come on, come on. <laughs> come on, man. Nah, nah. There's a big Steve Smith fan over here. He ain't going to do that to him. In uh, yeah, Baltimore, too. Um, they, uh, with you know, Lamar, you know, you know, a great franchise, oh. but they can be more fun to watch because it's Lamar. Oh, oh come on, man. I, I you, you, don't, you don't love the running game and defense Baltimore had for all those years? I don't mind it, but you got to get a fan base. <laughs> nah, you got to NFL in totality. Nah, give me, give me a defensive game. Give me a defensive give game me all a day. Defensive game. Shut the hell up. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm about to flash, baby. <laughs> yeah, all that flash, you get you 13 and 14. 3 and 14, I mean. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, especially like Indianapolis situation, I think Ursay will push him to start. I, he's going to have to be like a. Justin Fields, Lamar, you know, Jalen Hurts type the first season where it's mostly him making plays in the running game, less so than the passing game. You want to add to number four? Uh, we had we both had Hooker, right? Yes, we did. Yeah. Uh, um, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so great. Go ahead. For Hooker, um, I was really impressed. Um, he has a he has Bruce Arians written all over him. Oh. This man has the best deep ball accuracy. I like I mean, that. It, it's amazing. He's very intelligent. Um, I like when they ask him why he just go through his progressions. He's, and he says, you know. Usually my first wide receiver is open all the time, so sometimes it's hard to go through your second progression, your second read. Um, you do see a little bit of film, too. Uh, I think it's not because he can't process it. It's more because he expects the first receiver to be open all the time, what he usually is. And sometimes he stares at him too long. Uh, the offense is very, was very vertical, a lot of very simple routes. Um, I do question a little bit of his short, intimate routes. Um, not that it's bad, but it's not. Sometimes it can get behind receivers. Um, but, I mean, his deep ball money is on the money almost every time. 
is very rare that it's underthrown. He's great under pressure. He's very tough, very tough in the pocket. When he has pressure in, he can still throw it. Uh, he does have very underrated athleticism. I don't think he has top-notch athleticism, but if he needs to get 8-10 yards, he'll get it. He does have some big runs at Tennessee. Um, I did almost have Henry Hookerson number three, but uh, I think I really did. I almost have number three. Uh, I think what separates for me is uh, just which is high-end talent. But for me, he's the best. He's one of the best decision makers in this draft. Um, he doesn't make mistakes too often. Uh, he does make plays off script. Um, he does have great throwing motion. Um, I, I do question his, I would say his great throwing motion, but he does sometimes throw over the top too much, a little bit too much. Yeah. Um, that's why I only say, but I mean, he's going to be a very, to me, I think he's going to be a very solid quarterback. And I, I think you're starting to see it. He's moving up in the, as a prospect, as possibly a first round quarterback. And I do see a team leading the draft to trade up for him. What about your Bucks? Yeah, I mean, you said Bruce Arians. I mean, think you could, you think the Bucks would make that make that move? I can see it. I really can see it at that position. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Hooker was really impressive this season. I think I think he's the oldest guy out of the QB class. If I'm not, if I'm correct. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I. I mean, I think that's a concern, but I also don't think it's really that big of a deal. You might you might get a uh, guy that's a little more mature than, you know, previous rookie quarterbacks. Um, yeah, I really like his decision-making, uh, great deep ball. And I, I think the short runs you can really – can hone in in the NFL is just a little more tougher, especially with the game a lot faster compared to college and one is a lot, lot more smaller. So, it is going to be it is going to be interesting if you could develop that. But other than that, I think probably might have one of the better arms, and uh, he's going to be interesting to watch. All right, I'm a, I'm intrigued to see where he's going to go, where he's going to go in the draft. You got anything, Lewis? Real quick, uh, how many quarterbacks do you guys think are going to go in the first round? Five. Um, do you guys are, are you guys confident it's going to be your top five? Uh, I'm thinking. I, go ahead. I think four, and Hooker will be in the second round. I have Hooker first. Wait, wait, Hooker. Oh, in the first round. I, I have him going in the second round. I I think uh, I just think teams are were already set on the top four guys, uh, especially with Levi, uh, Shroud, Young, Levis, and Richardson. That Hooker became almost forgot about. Yeah, his name kind of emerged during this whole draft process, but I also believe that. Uh, 
those those four those four guys were already set in stone to be the first top four guys taken. Yeah. You have Bob Will Labels number five? Yeah. All right, so, I mean, you guys know throughout the year, Kai hyped him up a lot. Um, you know, yeah. more quarterback going into this year, uh, going into the season. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of consistency in film. And, great, it's not all on him. I mean, I don't think he had a great team around him, not a great O-line. But, Still, it's two two consistent times. Um, it's funny, Mel Kuyper's like says, "Don't look at twenty twenty two film." I'm like, "How you're not gonna? You're including your whole year." <laughs> yeah, that. man, I I hate when they say that. It's like, no, you you still gotta look at it. Like, <laughs> no, it counts, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah, he's you know yeah very. Uh, he makes high level throws better than any as good as any quarterback in this draft. He has a great arm release. There's some throws you're like, whoa. But like I said, it's not consistent enough. And to me, I don't even think if I have first I don't know if I have a first round grade him. I I can see him go in the second round. I, I just don't see him dropping that far. Um I I, I don't either. Um I want to do a game of strengths. I do like Will Levis. I really do. Yeah. I think he just has to polish his game a lot. Um, you know, he played a, a post-style passive scheme. He, you know, you have to read the field fully. Uh, you know, he's great. Uh, great unscripted passes. I think sometimes he stands in pocket strong. Um, sometimes he's not aware when there's pressure coming around him. Sometimes that's a good thing because he's looking downfield, which a lot of quarterbacks on the draft do have that trouble with. He's a tough kid. He takes hits and still gets back up. Uh, you know, he, he, he did play through injuries last year, so sometimes th- that could have effect. Um, I mean, he could throw the ball 60, 65 yards downfield, like, he has an incredible arm. Um, he can slide within the pocket. Um, I think he can run pretty well. Um, his weaknesses, he threw a lot of balls that were um, behind line of scrimmage. And I want to say almost a quarter of his pass is thrown behind line of scrimmage. Uh, I think he needs to read the field better. and read the defense a lot better. Um Uncoupled, I'm looking at his weaknesses right now. He is uncoupled throwing against uh, certain type of defenses. Uh, he doesn't have a great rhythm as a thrower. Um, uh, he got to work on his foot mechanics. He sometimes is off uh, plan throws. He uses just arm. He can miss uh, wide open receivers. It happens. There's throws that he can hit and he misses them. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, with Levis, 
to be honest, I think he has the best arm in the class. I, I really do. It It's just, like you were saying, it, it's just too inconsistent. And uh, I'm, I'm very big on, you know, going into this season. I think, I think there was a good talk of it was between Levis or Bryce Young, right? Uh, Rocky, you were on that train. Um, so the fact that, you know, he had the potential to solidify himself as the number one quarterback and he had a down year, like, uh, to me, I just think the pressure got to him, and I don't, I really don't like seeing that, especially in the quarterback position. It was kind of similar to like the Sam Howell situation, uh, the the last draft, where Sam Howell sort of came into that draft as the number one quarterback, kind of, kind of shit the bed during the season, and especially after the first game, going into a hostile environment on opening night, and you were god awful. And I kind of saw that with Levis this season. I did see the game against Ole Miss where he breaks his hand, uh, his finger, I think, or his hand, but it was his not throwing hand. He gutted it out, but still wasn't pretty to watch. So I think that's the thing about Levis is very inconsistent. Uh, lots of turnovers, which is kind of kind of um, scary to see in the college level and then trying to transition over to the pros. So that that's my biggest take on Levison, why I think he's the fifth quarterback, fifth best quarterback in the draft this year. I I, I do think some of his criticism is a little too harsh. I think it's mostly fan bases more than uh, scouts and um, NFL personnel. But yeah, he was a tough evaluation for sure. Um, just based team around him. I mean, he did lose his left tackle and he lost his favorite receiver, Wendell Robinson. So it was right. a tough year for him for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could say that, but you also saw all the guys with lesser talent still perform to their, to their ability, you know? And this is where our draft gets a little bit different. Um, Uh, who'd you have at six? Jaron Hall. Oh yeah, Jaron Hall. Uh, uh, I forgot who I had at six. Bennett. Yes, that's a Bennett. I did. Uh, do you want to talk about? You want to talk about Hall real quick? So uh, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna go through six or ten. To break them off, and yeah. then you do six or ten. All right. And if you want to chime in in between, that's okay. All right. Uh, for me, when I watched Jared Hall, I was – it was very eye-popping. And I actually had – was debating about putting him number five. Oh, that would have been a hot take. The only – he's 25, so that's scary, especially if he's drafting later rounds. And it's yeah, but Hooker, Hooker is going to be a first round, you know, second round pick. Where Jared Hall is probably going fourth or fifth. And being 25 years old, that's going to be tough. I mean, damn, he he throws the ball so smooth. 
he could run. He's he's very confident. His running skills is very good. He throws with confidence. He's, I mean, his his arm is very fluid. I mean, it's quick. He can get into the passing lanes. Um, he goes through his progressions. Um, he he very patient with the ball. Um, he does have a he does have great numbers uh, throwing numbers. He doesn't make he makes great decisions. Doesn't make any really many any mistakes. Um, he's got good touch to me, um, and he's not really take chances. He could go through his pressures. One, two, three's not there. He will go to his fourth. Um, yeah, I, I think his arm could be a little bit better, uh, like strength wise. I think he puts a little too much into it. Um, he's got a little better pocket feel. Uh, I think he needs better little pocket feel. Um, but for me, I, I liked everything about him. I, I was very impressed. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I chime in on that. Yeah. Uh... Like just like you were saying, I, I was pretty impressed with him too. I caught a little bit of that game against Notre Dame. It wasn't his best game, but you know, uh, at the end of the day, Notre Dame still had a really good defense, and he did what he could. That uh, wasn't pretty, but you know, I thought he played really well against Oregon, though, and I think that was uh, really eye-opening to me. Just his smoothness with the ball, like I, I enjoyed watching him play. I don't know if he's going to develop in the NFL level, but I, I thought he was a very, very good uh, college quarterback. And, yeah, you can make a case where I wouldn't be surprised if he had, had a good run in the NFL where he's a backup that could get you a couple games, uh, win you a couple games uh, within that system, within the system that he fits in. And just to, you know, just add on to it. From six to ten, you could put him any order. Like it's, it, it, it was tough. Yeah. But to me, it, it, that close. Huh? I was just saying, six through like ten through twelve, like you, you really can't make an argument where to put guys that like they they were all very close to each other. And. Number seven, I got Jake Hayner. Um, I was really impressed. I, I didn't expect him to be that to blow me away like that. Um, he's I hear a lot of Brock Purdy comparisons. I thought he's a way better prospect than Brock Purdy. Um, he is short. He does have great speed, but I think he's good within the pocket. He's got great pocket. Presence, he can make some credible throws. He does have a nice. He does have a really nice arm. Uh, very shocking release. Uh, he scans the field pretty really well. He makes great decisions. Doesn't make any mistakes. And when you look at these late round quarterbacks, do you look at those uh those traits because they, they don't have a strong arm as your top prospects. So, but you look at how they make decision makings. And what, to me, um, Jaron Hall and Jake Painter had that. Uh, he does throw a great. Anticipation. Um, um, he can do great throws. Um, 
he's good under pressure. He can make still make strong throws, deal with pressure. Um, you know, his size, he is very slim, short and slim. His size does serve me a little bit. Um, he can look at targets a little too long. Um, uh, the only thing I question is some of his, it, I do question his arm trade for a little bit, uh, especially in those outside throws. But after, outside of that, I was very impressed. Um, he can loop pressure away from the field. But he could be a very good backup quarterback to possibly a starting quarterback in this league. I like Jake Kaner a lot. Uh, number eight, I got uh, Dwayne Thompson Robinson. I was not as high as him as um, as your boy Chris Sims. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you watched that podcast. Dude, that at five is crazy. Okay, am I? That's what I thought too. Um, and I was looking at other quarterbacks' rankings, see where everybody else had him. Everybody else, a lot of people have like nine, ten. I, I see far as twelve. Yeah, same. Not, no one had him top five. The highest I see is probably six or seven. Yeah, I, I didn't really see him at six, seven. I, I seen a couple sevens, but I seen a lot of like ten through twelve, honestly, with them. Yeah, me too. I, I, I didn't see him. I didn't see it as um, Chris Sims. To me, he's a poor man's Kyler Murray. There's uh, accurate evaluation. You said a poor man version of Kyler. Kyler yeah. Okay. So he's very slim. He can run. He he is very athletic. Very yeah. athletic. Outside, outside Richard, he's the second best uh, running quarterback. Just, yeah, just too small to be a running quarterback in the NFL, though. Small. He does have. I don't know if you watch. He does have like Kyler Murray's armor. It does go all the way back. Where I think Kyler Murray can get away with it because they have a short arm wingspan and it gets out really quick. He yeah. has a little bit of that. And I'm okay with it because he does have a, does have a, a wide arm span, so he can he can get away with that a little bit. Uh, he does go through his progression. He does see the field pretty well. Uh, he he's good at throwing those intermediate routes. He can throw tight windows, and some of his throws are impressive. I'm not I'm not going to deny that. Um. He's very – he's throwing the very ball very quick. He, he threw and chip Kelly's offense. So I think he could play a little bit of the NFL-style offense. I know Chip Kelly would, uh, was known for running a college-style offense, but he knows how, how to put SLB plant-based in, that, in, um, in his offense. Um, very shifty as a runner. I mean, he's a great running quarterback. You can't deny it. Um, he will he, – his negatives, he does miss some open receivers. Um, he can miss some wild receivers under pressure uh, is very skeptical. Um, and he can lose track of defenders. Um, he can miss reading and he can throw some bad interceptions. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to jump. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to jump in real quick. 
uh, on his decision making because uh, I watched that whole game against USC. He he did go toe to toe with um Caleb Williams, but he had two awful picks where he he's he both interceptions were thrown right at the defenders, like he just did not see him at all, and that's what kind of what you were saying that just doesn't really read the defense really uh really well. He does lose sight, especially in the middle of the field where linebacker might be sitting or safety might be sitting and just throws it right at them. And I saw that a few times throughout the year, especially against uh, USC on that uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Um, he does have – you're like, whoa, like – but – I think it could be fixable. I mean, like I said, he could be a good quarterback. I'm not denying that at all. I just, yeah. I mean, I'm more pushing back on Chris Sims breaking on that one. Like yeah. Chris Sims was talking about like he has a first round grade in him, and I just don't see that. No, no, no. Uh, but, you know, he's not the only one. Some, I guess, some scouts do have him high, him pretty high, but. I don't know. I think Chris Sims definitely had him as the highest. And, you know, I, I do pay to because Chris Sims watches every throw. He literally he watched a lot of films, so I do trust his evaluation. I just didn't see it as he did. Um, I don't know, man. Remember, We're talking about a guy that had Ke- uh, Kellen Mod over Justin Fields, too. Yeah, that, that was a – he had a lot of it. He had, <laughs> I think he had Fields at five, I think. Yeah, and he had Mod at four. Yeah, no way. I, that's insane. That's insane to me. <laughs> they have mine ahead of field that time. That's that. That was wild. Wild time. Uh, so he he could have a little out there out there uh, takes. He he also has Zach Wilson over Trevor Lawrence, which is insane to me. <laughs> I, I I know a little. I know someone else too. <laughs> um. Number number nine, I got Max Duggan. Uh, I think, yeah, Max Duggan, number nine. I I did like Max Duggan a lot. Um, he's he's a tough kid. Um, he takes Higgs, get back up. He does have that leadership traits. Uh, you know, he's good in the RPOs. He can run. He's very under very underrated runner. Very underrated. Yeah. Do I think he fifty six yard runs at NFL level? No. No. But he definitely get you 10, 15 yards. Um, I know it's a TCU, but I do look at him a lot as uh, Andy Dalton. Yeah. <laughs> you know, ginger quarterbacks can move, got good arms. He can scan the field very well. He can slide with it inside, outside the pocket. He does have good pocket presence. Um, he can ha- really hang in there. I'm not afraid to show, uh, throw passing uh, against a blitz. He's good at improvisation skills are really good. Um, he does have some great traits. And, you know, just, I, don't think about it. I, I might have Doug, Doug in eight and then Thompson nine. <laughs> if I can switch that up. Yeah. Okay. There's I'll nothing switch, wrong with I'll, that. I'll switch it up on the spot. Um, you know, he can stare down targets a little too much. I do question him as a deep ball passer. Some of his deep balls are like, oof. 
it comes out ugly. Great, doesn't have great deep ball accuracy at all. Um, I think sometimes he just throws sometimes way too up there, especially when he has a guy like Quinn Johnson, who is my number two wide receiver in the draft. Um, you know, yeah. Yeah, a- a- average deep ball placement, average deep ball passer, uh, power. Um, yeah, and sometimes receivers have to break stride a little bit too. But outside that, I don't think he has a lot, a lot of negative flaws in his game. I I like Max Duggan a lot. And my number 10 is Stetson Bennett, who I do like a lot. I really do. Um, he can throw the ball in different angles, which surprised me. Um, I think he took a big leap as a passer from this year compared to his last year. Yeah. I think question is his size a little bit. Yeah, he's a small guy. He is small, slimmer guy. He is, like you said about uh, Jared Hall, he's 26 years old, and lots of people will be skeptical to draft a guy at 26 years old uh, where they can sign a veteran guy at that age or, or older. Having to teach a 26-year-old guy is going to be tough. But, I mean, he learned from Georgia offense, you know, with great talent. But you watch him play against the biggest games and play very well in the biggest games. And that goes far away. He can scan the field better than any quarterback in this. Uh, he's good with his feet. He has great eye. He's great with his eyes. Great. Uh, doesn't focus on his primary read. He goes to his presses very well. Uh, he's great pump making. He's great. He does. He does have that kind of a where he does play against the. Uh, uh, he plays against their coordinator more than their defenders. That makes sense. Yeah. Where he's yeah. advanced, he plays against their defensive coordinator and plays chess match with them, which I think he. I'm telling you, I, I see him as a Raider. I see him with Josh McDaniels. I see him with Josh <laughs> I'm sorry. I see it. Oh, man. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't want to talk about this thing. Wins games. <laughs> he has great anticipation with his throws. Um, you know, does get sacked too often. Brand, he has a great team around him. Um. Uh, I would say maybe his arm talent a little bit. Um, doesn't have a great deep ball, but it's still good. And yeah, I, I man, I'm really talking myself down deep. DT, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it you know, nine and ten and ten. Um, I think DRT has better uh, upside than him, but yeah, I do like Sissa Ben 10. Um, and then I have real quickly to 11. I do like his I do like his game. Um, he played playing a very uh, office-centric offense. He does have good placement. He played a very rhythm offense where he excelled well. But a, lot, a lot of his numbers came from yak yards, you know, a lot of short routes. But in number 10, McGee I am not high on Tanner McGee as everybody else is. I, I don't. I just don't see it. 
like that. Um, he can throw the ball in tight windows, but a lot of it inconsistencies, inconsistencies with his game. Um, Britain, he doesn't he doesn't have a good team around him. He really doesn't. Um, they have a great O line. Um, and then his best receiver uh, was it Michael Davison from? Yeah, or Michael Wilson. Michael Wilson, right? Um, he was in to draw his, yeah. draw his time there, but I, I don't know. I'm just not high on. Yeah, I'm just not high high on him. Yeah. yeah uh, so at six, I had Bennett, mostly because. The dude just showed up and balled in, in the big game, man. Like, I, that that's mostly the reason why I had Bennett at six. I did not – I really did not want to like Bennett going into the season. But he – I think he improved as a passer. He improved as a quarterback. And he, he just showed up in the big games. I, uh, and especially, I think this Georgia team was a, less talented compared to the previous team. Uh, the first uh, title, but you know he still did what he had to do, and he showed out. Uh, that's that's the only reason why I had him at six. That uh, obviously the size concern is very valid, and the age. Um, I, I'm not sure. Not sure if he will be uh, a regular starter, mostly because of that. But he won his games. Uh, I think that I think that has something to be said. Mostly, uh, seven. Who do I have at seven? Huh. I kind of forget. Seven. I had. You had Duggan seven. No, I I had Duggan's eight. No, you had McGee seven. I had McGee seven. I I like McGee. I thought he performed really well. Especially with the talent that was around him, at the out of, out of all these quarterbacks, that he obviously had the worst team. Okay, far, I, worst, I agree with you on that. By far the worst team. I I I like his mechanics. I think he's actually pretty solid in that. Um, really? Yeah. I I don't I don't think it's it it looks a little awkward, but he's I mean at least he's consistent with it. I mean, okay. as long as there's some type of consistency with it, I think it's going to be okay. Uh, you know, we see – we used to see a lot of guys with kind of weird mechanics, but it worked for them, and they were consistent with it. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, so, I really don't mind it. And, like I said, see, worst I, team. I, I, see, I think his mechanics are all over the place for me. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, I – I think he's going to be a very good backup. I think he could be a good placeholder for a good year and, you know, perform really well, like a good placeholder starter and perform well. Um, and and I thought, you know, going uh, – obviously the biggest win of the year for him was against Notre Dame, and he I thought he performed really well against that defense. So, uh so I had McGee at seven, eight. I had Duggins, uh, just you know, great year. Uh, Heisman finalist. Uh, throws a nice ball. I think the deep ball issue is going to be a problem, especially in the NFL. So, 
So I had them really low. Nine, I went with the nine. I went with DTR, I believe, and mostly because him going head to head with um, Williams. But yeah, I I just don't I just don't like how he kind of has like that Wilson problem where middle of the field he he could get lost in that. Uh, and I had Hall. I, mostly, I just had Hall at ten because I didn't, I didn't watch too much of him. He was probably one of the fewer guys I didn't watch a lot of. But uh, I thought when I did see him, I thought he looked really good. Uh, nice ball, uh, throw pretty much every at any level. So, so I had him at ten. I, the only reason I had Jake uh, Hayner at eleven was one his size. And two, he's a he's a Fresno State guy, and I just don't really, just really don't want to like another Fresno State guy at the moment, mostly because of that. Oh, okay. Now, yeah, he's a pers- personal bias. Really good tape. Huh? He has some really good tape. He does, man. Uh, I I actually caught a few of his games, uh, especially because um, his games over here are like. 11 o'clock at night, so so I was able to catch a lot of them uh, at the end of Saturday night. So I I thought I thought he just balls out, man. I think he's a baller. Uh, I I would love to see him succeed in the league. And honestly, I probably should put him in my top eight. I I, I like the kid a lot. Anything else? You got anything, Lowe's? Uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) We we just hear these names like, what the hell? Those guys you just talked about. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it, it was on his phone while we were talking. (laughs) Falling asleep. (laughs) Yeah. All right, guys. What do you guys want to get into now? Are you want uh, to talk about the uh, Lamar Jackson? Do want to go to Lamar? Lamar stay I did want to do a top five quarterback. quarterback prospect of all time. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, let me go first. Uh, I want to okay. go first on this one. All right, so five, five. I'm, I'm just gonna give it to uh, the prodigy that kind of grew up with us in high school. I'm um, go with Lawrence, mostly because he was talked about being the number one draft pick once he's eligible since he was like a fucking sophomore in high school, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, just in our, we're doing of all time or like just in our lifetime? Yeah, in our lifetime, sorry. Alright, alright, so four. <sighs> four, I'm, I'm I'm already gonna go with my boy. I'm gonna go with Williams. I I just love his game so much. I would have him hired, but I just think there's a couple other guys that just had so far had better college seasons than Williams so far. But I I love Williams' game. I think oh, we're, we're counting the uh, we're counting um yeah five through one. Huh? 
He's a, we're counting, so we're counting um, future quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, he comes out next season, so so technically he's already a prospect. Okay. So Williams four, three. Um three. Damn, this is gonna be tough. Oh, three, Andrew Luck. Uh, I don't think there's much to be said. Andrew Luck was always going to be that guy. Two, I'm going to go with Cam Newton, especially uh, his year at Auburn. It's probably one of the most uh, – probably the most electrifying season I, I have seen. And one – it's going to pay me to say this because it's my, probably one of my earliest football memories, but it, against, it went against my team. I'm going to go Vince Young. Uh, I think everybody just talks about that national title game and the way he played, and I, I think that's all that needs to be said. Your one's Vince Young. Yeah. Whoa. Wow, that was, that, was, that was a shocker. Really? Like, I mean, come on, man. Vince Young, do you remember the hype around Vince Young after that title game? Yeah. I, okay. All right. Um. Okay. So number since we're counting Caleb, I'm gonna put number five, Trevor Lawrence. Four, I'll put Zach Wilson. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, I that was I was that high on him. Yeah. Um three Caleb Williams. Wow, big Caleb Williams fan, huh? Huh? Big Caleb what Big Caleb Williams fan, aren't you? No, I met the other Caleb Williams. <laughs> he wasn't drafted. <laughs> number number two, I got Joe Burrow. Well, which I'm not gonna. Lie, I think it's crazy you don't have Burrow in your top five. And number one, I have Andrew Luck. Yeah, it's good. Oh, I think I have luck yeah. too for a one. <laughs> wow. No, no love for Cam, dude. I have Cam six. Okay. Okay. Oh, actually, you know what? I have RG three six. And Kim's, yeah. uh, so it'll go six, RG3, seven, I have Deshaun Watson, and I think I have Cam eight. Whoa, 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 you have Deshaun Watson at seven, but you would have chose Mitch on that second pick? I no, I would, no, I would chose Watson, but I didn't think Mitch was all that bad. And I, trust me, I had to bend the kick because he got fucking killed, so. 
Yeah. Uh, dude, I got so mad at his when people were showing him. I I had to say like, oh, watch, you be the best quarterback in draft. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Sometimes you just gotta watch the film, man. You gotta watch the film. Wait, wait, wait go back. Why you have, why don't have Burrow in your top five? Uh, mo- mostly because of the talent around him at the time. Yeah, I, I get that, but dude, he had such elite like ball plays. No, he did. No, no, he 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 really did. It's just do that. You you could make an argument that LSU team was probably top. Two to three greatest college teams of all time. I think it's it is the greatest. I I, I still got too much love for that my those early Miami days, man. The early thousands. Yeah, they they would lose to LSU though. I don't know, man. Dude, that 2019 LSU team beat I think eight or nine ranked opponents, and they just beat teams. They would blow them out. Yeah. No, you're right. No, you are right. He, but, uh, but, for me, I, I get Bro had a great team, but I don't think his own line was that great. But he was still tough in the pocket. Um, yeah, still made big throws. Like he made NFL. He he had the best ball places of any quarterback I ever seen. Yeah, he did. Um, I think I, I knew about- I knew coming out of draft. I'm like, this guy would be it. Yeah. The Bengals got lucky for sure. Oh yeah, but man, we're talking about a Miami team that had eleven guys in the first round. I think it was like literally half of the first round was to one school. But uh, that that was the only reason I had Burrow outside of five. It's because that LSU team was crazy. That LSU team was just nuts. Fair enough. Like, we're talking about they had two of the best receivers in the NFL today. You know? Uh, real quick, uh, what do you guys think about a little talk of Bears uh, selecting on B. John Robinson at number nine? Who? Uh, the running back from Texas. What do you, what do you uh, think about he, him? Go, the Bears selecting him at nine. I don't because I think you can get a good, good running back in the later rounds. Right. And um, you you can get him in later rounds. Also, if you you need a pass rusher, like I don't think they really address that. You need to get defensive lineman at number nine. Like that's, I feel like that's a must. Yeah. Is are, are, are the Bears actually expected to draft him? I I just saw is a thing on Twitter, so I I just wanted. Oh. Is, is I, I saw it on good? Twitter. I I don't think he's that great, honestly. Do you have well? a comparison, like an NFL comparison? Um, who would you compare him to, Rocky? Okay, do you think he's a little bit overrated? A little bit, yeah. Uh, it, it's just, I sense that too. It's just that um, 
there were some big games where he, I don't he just didn't show up. I I know Texas. No, Texas had a decent whole line. It wasn't the best, but there, there was big games he just did not show up. And especially with the after the whole Leonard Fournette and you know some some of these big running backs that were supposed to be awesome and great in the NFL, it's never really transpired. Like I, I think selecting the running back in the first round now is just kind of just kind of dumb. Well, I do like Bob. He's good in short spaces. Yeah. But you could find that you could find that in a different guy for in the fifth, fourth round for a lot cheaper. Compared yeah, to the first exactly. Round. Dude, I think that Alabama Gibbs is, is special, man. Oh yeah, he's a stud. Stud. Um, so basically, yeah, you guys so I think he wouldn't be worth it. No, no. Because I mean, to me, for the Bears to draft a running back in the first round, like that would have to be some some talent, you know, someone really good that you just couldn't pass up on. Yeah. Um. What do you guys, What do you guys think about Jalen Carter? Apparently, going to be slipping in the draft. Um, it doesn't shock me. Um, I mean, what's going yeah. on right now with him? Um, his pro day wasn't, he should never do his pro day, I don't think. Yeah. I think he, he <laughs> said, hey, he's doing stuff because it's pro day. I think people will understand. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, I disagree. That was bad. So I don't know if you guys saw that there was a report that the Raiders had already crossed him off. He was at if he was available at seven, and I'm honestly like so close to losing my mind over that. I'm I'm not even gonna lie about it. I like I I get he had a terrible pro day. I get he's he's had these office uh, off the field issues, but I think he could learn from it. And the fact that you're gonna cross him off, probably the best defensive player. In this draft, probably the best, could argue the best player in the in this whole draft class, and you're going to cross the best him off. off for and, Georgia. Yeah, the last year, I just it has a stacking line too. And the fact that if he falls at seven and you don't pick him, it's it's going to bring back so many of these awful draft picks that the Raiders have had. It's just mind blowing that they would really go that route. Wait, but I don't know. Said, it could uh, also be a game. game. How how bad is that? Yeah, he was he was uh he was charged with uh, reckless driving, and apparently it was when he he was racing his buddy, who ended up crashing and dying with a assistant and another player, right? Yeah. Oh, so you'd fit perfect on and, that. Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> would, but... Oh, yeah, okay. That's that's a handful. It is, but 
I, so I think he's the best player in the draft. And yeah, he was charged with rec- reckless driving, I believe. That was it. So, so that whole thing is done. Like he, there's nothing yeah. that can resurface about it. No. Okay. All right. Any, anything else, guys? Uh, you guys want to talk about Lamar real quick? Uh, yeah. Uh, Shout to Lamar. He's playing really good hardball right now. Yeah. They're both playing hardball with each other. I don't see Lamar going anywhere. I think he's going to be a Raven this year. You think he's going to sign the tag? No, I think he, I think they're going to pay him. Oh, wow. Ravens need Lamar. I and uh, yeah, they're gonna end up paying them. What do you I think about all annoyed with uh, the fan, uh, fans making uh, the Ravens organization like bad or even making it like kind of a race thing? Like, um, they offered him the second highest guaranteed contract in the NFL. Uh, I don't know what else you want them to expect, and the team's not being interested. I think it's crazy no teams just at the same time. I mean, he hasn't played one game in December. And he's a running quarterback. He's getting ankle injuries. That's scary. Yeah. I don't know, man. I to me I think I think it's crazy that there's not teams interested in him. That so, is. Like I like I, I get the injury injury concerns the past couple seasons because he he put the he puts the Ravens in in a position to make the playoffs and then he misses that last quarter of the season where they barely miss out. So I, I get that, but at the same time, man, this is a former MVP who's really developed as a really really good passer. Like he could really change their franchise and imagine if he stays healthy, like your team automatically becomes, like, a legit contender. So the fact that these teams are going, yeah, we don't want a 26 – I think he's 26, right? 26, 27? Yep. Yeah. So he's barely a year older than fucking uh, Hooker and Bennett that are coming into the draft already. Like – America. So I I think that's mind-blowing. To me, so I'm kind of starting to feel bad for Lamar. Just pay the dude, or someone trade for him and pay him. Uh, so yeah, uh, not gonna lie, I, I I do agree with Rocky. I, I think they're gonna get something done. But if you guys had to name a team to where uh, Lamar w- would go, uh, who do you guys think would be the front runner? Vegas, and and then uh, best fit. Um, I, well, I I think um, Atlanta for me. Shit, that'd be crazy in Atlanta. Best fit. I dude, I would love to see him in Miami. Me yeah. too. I would love to see him in Miami. If, if, if he goes to Miami, they're in discussion best team in the league. 
Yeah. And especially with that, they could run the ball pretty much at will. It will probably will probably keep a lot of pressure off him in the running game too. So. Have you guys thought about how bad he would look in a Packers uniform? I pictured it, man, and it just sounds awful. I would never get used to it. I would love to see that. Lamar Lamar and Lambeau. Love to see it. Nope. Actually, yeah, the fuckers always hurt. Bring him over there. I mean, what would you rather have? Guys always hurt or a guy that's always, um, you know, in another universe? Another universe. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got anything else? Uh, no. Uh, r- r- real quick, as you guys know, uh, baseball season started uh, on Thursday. And me and Alex uh, have a baseball podcast. It's uh, Crosstown Talk on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, it's kind of hard to search. It's weird. So if you guys have Twitter, uh, it's at Crosstown Cast. And uh, you can get the link to the episode uh, to whatever app or whatever you use uh, from there. We mainly talk about the Cubs and the Sox, uh, but we, we're going to be doing one, two episodes a week. Uh, you know, discussing, you know, the MLB as a whole. Uh, last weekend, we just did our, our episode of our World Series predictions, uh, MVP, Cy Youngs, all that. So, we'll check that out. If you uh, want to keep up on some baseball while we're in the NFL offseason. Yes, sir. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, if we got nothing else, uh, that'll do it for today. We'll catch you back, uh, what, probably next week? Uh, what's our next episode? When are we going to be, like, doing a draft episode? Or is uh, that the oh, next thing? Well, I was thinking throughout the next month, we just go to different positions. Just do our top five, each position. Yeah, like you know, receivers, tackles, pass rushers, linebackers. What? When is the draft? Football podcast. I don't even know when the draft is. We are the draft. April twenty ninth, twenty seventh. Seventh, okay. So uh, twenty, so, yeah, that Thursday. Yeah, and, and if you're a company listening to this and you want to sponsor the Football Guys podcast and bring us out to the to the draft, um, you know, you can just email us <laughs> or uh, DM us on Twitter, and uh, you know, we'll get some set up. Who says? No Where's it at this year? Who's hosting? I have no idea. What city is hosting this year? I do not know. No one knows? Football guy, buddy. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, we'll Oh, be it's there. actually here in Chicago. Oh, no, it's in Kansas City. Kansas. Oh, yes, yeah. we are. Yeah, Kansas City. 
right. Oh, yeah. All so, right, guys. Yeah, we'll, we'll catch you guys next week and see ya.